Oh, gnarly, dude. Looks like you just went overboard. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Overboard. I'm your host, Jenny. And I'm Anthony. And welcome back to another episode. I already said that, but we're saying it again because welcome back. It's been it's been a couple weeks, but we're back. It's been a couple. It's been a few. It's been, it's been a, a deedly do. Yeah, but we're just going to do a little catch up today because that sounds fun. But basically, I wanted to start off with just the fact that I'm going to be 21 <laughs> like in a month. And that's like... I didn't even oh, realize you've been it. thinking about it? Well, no, because mom was like, what do you want for your birthday? And I was like, I, I couldn't tell you. Like, I don't really need anything. Like, just get me whatever you want to get me. And she was like, well, like, that doesn't help me at all. Like, I need something. And I was like, no, just literally, I can't. I don't know what I want. Like, just get me whatever. But then I started thinking about, like, the fact that I'm turning 21 is so... Like, I don't feel like I'm old enough to turn 21. You know what I mean? Like, when I turned 20, I actually felt older. Like, I felt like I should be turning 20. But now that I'm turning 21, I don't even feel like I should be 20. Like, I feel like I should be younger than that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's all downhill from here. And I'm pretty like... Pretty much. <laughs> I'm just like, when did I... I just don't feel like I should be 20 at all or 21 turning 21 like that seems like such an old it's so weird because your whole 20s like you feel like you're so old but you're also still so young but you feel old because well, you're in th- your 20s you know yeah well i feel like hitting 20 is like that's that next decade milestone but then the next biggest milestone after 20 is 21 and 21 is bigger you could say because at that point you can drink and you're considered a full-fledged adult right but like yeah i think 20 the 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 year between 20 and 21 and then everything after that is like you realizing you're not as grown as you thought you were because like think about it like do you remember even before just before the years before you were 20 like from high school up to 20 you probably yeah. thought you were grown as hell and all your decisions were right and <laughs> nobody could tell you shit right like yeah and you like i feel like during the years before 20 like you you think you have it all figured out right like yeah and so that's why you feel like an adult and then you hit 20 and you're like damn i'm gonna be 21 (laughs) right and and then you hit 21 and you're like wow i can drink now but i kind of been drinking before this point anyway so it's not that big of a deal but i can buy it but yeah and then just like the entire concept of age like i feel like nowadays (laughs) like it's so different than it you know Okay, I don't know how to explain this the best way, but I'm thinking of it in terms of, like, just over the years. Kids now look way older than they did, than, like, I did, like, we did when we were younger. Like, they don't go through awkward phases anymore. They just look 
old. Like there's 15 year olds that look like yeah. they're 25. And then, but when we were kids, I feel like everybody looked, everybody that was young looked young. They looked their age, but everybody that was old looked really old. Whereas now everybody that's young looks really old, but everybody that's really old looks relatively young. Like when we were young, grandma to me, she like when she was 60, she looked like what I like imagine a 60 year old to look like, like she looked pretty old, but nowadays like all of our aunts and uncles and like parents and stuff are now in their sixties and they don't look old to me at all. Not compared to, yeah, like when we were younger. Not compared to like their parents. And our mom still doesn't even look that old. That's what I'm saying. And like she's they still, 60, so. They look so young. And then you realize, like, the older you get, you realize, like, how you're not really that old. Or, like... I don't even know how to explain this. You're not. not, (laughs) How you're not really that old? Well, yeah, I'm only like 60 really isn't that old. Especially nowadays, like 60 isn't that old. No, no. Just because like a people's health and everything. Yeah, I feel like nowadays, like 80 is old. Or like, you know, like that's like a, that's when you're like starting to get to elderly, but like 60, 70 isn't like old like it used to be. Yeah. No, I, so I was like watching this thing and it was like Ronald Isley. You probably don't know who that is um, of the Isley brothers. This man's 79 years old and he looks like he just hit like 50, 55, 60. Yeah. Like he's crispy looking AF, like crispy af like he looks good he walks around with a cane and is like his mobility is slow but like he doesn't look old at all and i'm like he he said he is 79 and i like my jaw dropped because i'm like yeah i've seen six i've seen 60 year olds who look like they're almost 80 you know what i'm saying yeah but and it's, it's weird ahead. i don't know yeah no it's weird because it's just like I don't know. I've just been thinking way too heavily into age. And then I saw this TikTok that was like, has anybody ever thought about the fact that like we aren't want like. (laughs) So when we're born, right, we don't come out saying this is a one year old, right? We like we come out saying we're zero. Does that make like one? We're one day old. One day old. Yeah, yeah. And then when you're a year old, you've gone through that. Like when you turn a year old, you've gone through in an entire year already. Yeah. 365 days old. Yeah. But when you think about it as older ages, like going on, so I'm turning 21, right? Yeah. But I've already lived a full 21 years of life once I turn 21. Because of the way that we do birthdays. Oh, man, you just hurt my brain. (laughs) (laughs) What? So, yeah, I get what you're saying. So, like, when I turned 20, I technically had completed my 20th year of living. And now I'm turning 21. And I've already completed my 21 years of living. And on my 21st birthday, that is my the first day of my 22nd year of life. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that just like, my mind was like, whoa, that's deep. Like, right. Cause like you lived a whole year of life, but then you start out at one. Yes. Oh my God. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so technically I've already been 21. Like I've right. already lived 21 years of life. And also just like American, like American. Why is it 21? Like, why is that the drinking age and like the age Be- for everything? Whereas because uh, we're prude. I just don't understand because they used to be 18 like a while, like a long time ago. And then they upped yeah. it to 21. But nowhere else did up it to 21. In a majority of places, like different countries, it's 18 is the drinking, like when you can buy, but you can drink with adults or like with. How do I put this? In a lot of places, you can. Before you're 18, you can drink as long as you're not the one buying it. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, before that, 18. So that's actually the same in America, but not, or, or sorry, not America, the United States. Um, because America and the United States are the same thing. Well, no, because there's North America and there's South America. Americas are the continents. Oh, I thought you anyway. said America, not Americas. I did say America, but okay. the correct well, term <laughs> is United States. The States. Anyway, yeah, a lot of people don't know this, and it does vary from state to state because they have it. But um, according to the law, underage people can drink with the consent of the parents, and if the parents buy the alcohol – but sometimes it's not universal. So like in Michigan, I'm pretty sure like an underage person can drink if the parent says it's okay and orders the drink for them. In Michigan? Yeah, but it's got to be for like a ceremonial reason. Oh, I've you never know, heard so of like that. when you go to church, you can drink the wine. Well, yeah. But, or like, if you have like a cultural, like kind of like birthday or something like that, you can drink as long as the parents say it's okay. But not a lot of people know that. And so like, they just assume kids can't drink at all. Yeah. Um, And it's just, I think it's more of like a social thing too. Like socially, because we think the law says what it says socially we don't accept people drinking under the age of 21 but it i i don't know i think it's ridiculous i couldn't tell you why it moved from 18 i'm assuming some like old school boomers were like we need to like, up this i i don't know maybe alcohol sales were too good and like i heard like, the recently that um, in the UK for prom, well, one, they don't have like homecoming. They call every dance like prom. That's it. And then two, oh, and they have like multiple dances. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then two at their proms, they have alcohol, like it's served at the prom. And I was like, that's See, crazy. Cause like, that's, that's crazy. Cause <laughs> I, I think about like when I was in high school and went to prom, like 
but you all, all the like cool kids would leave all the cool jock preppy people who were just there to get wasted and have like orgies or whatever like they left early to go get drunk yeah but you also have to think about in other like countries and stuff it's not in america i feel like alcohol is so like it's taboo bumped up like people want to go out to get wasted whereas i feel like in other countries it's like a a casual thing like it's not like i'm going out to get blackout drunk it's like i'm going out to have a few drinks and like maybe it's, get a yeah, little it's tipsy. more like normal because like they have a respect for it whereas like i don't know i i think in the u.s like we're just like we have this thing where we like restrict ourselves from things like as a culture or i mean i guess not all of us but you know like by law certain groups try to restrict the mass from things right yeah and then what we'd go and do is we like make it like a fetish almost like we hype it up more than it is you know what i'm saying like like going out like for drink like going out and getting wasted for instance just like you said it's it's taboo in like not culturally necessarily like acceptable on a mass scale to just go get wasted. But because we've put the alcohol restrictions on ourselves, you know, as a Mm -hmm. country, we, we cherish that. Like we exalt it in a way like, cause yeah, that's like everybody's goal. Like in high school or even in college, everybody's goal was to get as fucked up as possible. Because they didn't grow up just having it casually like they we do in right. other country or like they do in other countries right or like yeah like we just we like think that just because it's alcohol and it gets us drunk we have to get drunk 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 you know yeah like because there's no like it's not normalized it's not i mean i guess it's normalized but again there's this really weird cultural taboo with alcohol you know so that yeah. we have to do it, right? Or like going out and doing drugs at a concert or something. Like there's people that do it just because they have a respect for it and they know that it enhances it. And then there's people who are just going to only get fucked up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I don't know why they do it, but, but like, so like, I guess on that same point in Portugal, they, I mean, I might be wrong, but from what I knew, cultural had, had Portugal had legalized all drugs, like all Mm. of it, like all, like anything you can think of is probably legal there. And Mm. they don't have high as high of percentages with drug abuse problems as we do, because there they've been allowed to have a respect for it mm-hmm. you know um been been allowed to create their their people have been allowed to create their own respect for it because i feel like when you start prohibiting people just the fact that it's prohibited yeah, makes it like, that much more special yeah it's way. like a rebellion type thing like, yeah it's a, it's I'm a rebellion do it because like, you're telling me i can't do it 
And I hate that mentality because I hate a contrarian. There's too many of those. But I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty much like a fact, you know, like you see it in, that's the whole U S culture. In my Mm. opinion, we're just full of contrarians and pull of full of, uh, rebels. You know, if you say we can't do this, we're going to do it just because, you know, right. And I don't know. I think it's funny. We live in like a weird paradox here where we try to prohibit things because they're bad, but then it makes it worse. (laughs) It makes it worse. Yeah. 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 No, that is like the epitome of the U.S. I feel like. Uh, um, it's just a cultural thing, man. It's weird. It's weird. It's yeah. It's strange. But so since you're like turning twenty-one, like, are you even excited? Are you just like mind-boggled? I don't even really know what to think because, again, I don't feel 21. Like, I don't feel like I should be turning 21. I feel too young to be 21. Like, maturity-wise, I feel older than 21. But, like, age-wise, I don't. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense at all, I know. but No, I get (laughs) it. I mean, I don't think you're as old as you should be either because there's – I don't remember this period of time. I don't remember the period of time where you were in – first grade i feel like you skipped first grade (laughs) i didn't but that would have been nice i just i don't remember that whole period of time i don't know if i just like blacked out for a whole year but well i don't remember a majority of my elementary uh experience so (laughs) i could be could be maybe i just didn't do any of it we don't know (laughs) yeah Yeah. i don't know it's just like (laughs) it's also like now that I'm turning 21 and like you're going to be turning 25, I feel like our age gap finally doesn't feel like as big. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, no, because it's like age is just a number at the end of the day. Yeah. And really like. But no, I feel like we were always at like different state, like four years is like a decent gap yeah. of time in some aspects like i feel like now that we're turning i'm turning 21 you're turning 25 we're both in like relatively the same stages of life whereas like before like we were kind of always in different stages of life if that makes sense like i was in elementary when i was in elementary school you were in middle school so you were going through like different stuff with that when i was in middle school you were in high school so you were going through different stuff with that and when i was in High school, you were in college and like so on so forth. And now like it's kind of evening out one because like now I can actually drink and like and do we're not all in the things anymore. that. Yeah. And we're not in school anymore. So it's like we're kind of on the same playing field, which is it just makes the age gap seem a lot like smaller than it did when we were growing up. Yeah, it really. Yeah. Af- I, like I feel like after you graduate high school, at least. And if you don't go to college, like not as much, I mean, unless you're like constantly like going, 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 like, yeah, you're not like, I don't want to say like not making progress as the world is, as the right word, but you're not, you don't have the perception of making progress because that's all school is. Yeah. Is progressing and doing these things for a whole year, you know, like, 
and then you succeed and then you're like, oh, wow, I just completed my first year of school or my my freshman year of school or my senior mm-hmm. year of school. And now it's just kind of like, oh, I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> made it through another year of life. Don't know how I did it. <laughs> Don't know where it went, but yeah. It also just like changes my pers- like. I don't know. I feel like when you get into your 20s, you feel like you need to be doing so much and like progressing so much when in reality you still have so much time to be doing like these things. Like I feel like we put so much stress on ourselves to like reach these different goals in our 20s specifically, like more than any other like decade of life. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm just trying to like, keep an open mind and like not stress myself out or like compare myself to other people's lives and like where I should be at 20. You know what I mean? Cause like yeah. the thing you realize the older you get is like how one unadult adults are like, there's no such thing as being like mature. I feel like ever in your life. Like I don't think anybody ever fully matures. Like you're still, just a person like a kid going through and learning life, you know, mm-hmm. like all the way. I think through maybe life. like once you hit like once you re- hit that retirement stage, and then you actually have that time to like focus on yourself, maybe. But then you're a g- like a kid again, you know. Yeah, you get to do whatever you want, right? So you're yeah. still like. Uh, I get that. Yeah, going back a little bit. I don't know. And then you also realize like how there's so many different types of lives and like things. Does that make, <laughs> I don't know. I keep so, saying does that so make sense? So many different types of things. Like there's so no, many I, things I, you can I be get doing what you're at 20. Well, and, and there's like, like so many different factors that like, like there's go no, into like where a person is in life. You know, like y- a person who like comes from a wealthy family is more likely going to have a, house quicker if that's one of your like standards or benchmarks they're probably going to have more money just because of their trust fund or something right and then like you have somebody who doesn't have that ability but maybe they're like brilliant you know what i'm saying and like they get a full ride ivy league genius status and then they create like teleportation right Yeah, but then it's also, like, there's different... Everybody has such a different idea of how life should be. Yeah. And so the fact that we all think we should be at this specific point when in reality none of us actually have the same goals is so weird to me. And honestly, I feel like most people... I mean, I think most people, for the most part, are just take it day by day and are still trying to figure out their purpose and what their purpose... I know I'm still trying to figure out my purpose. Yeah, and then you've got other people that are just, like, having kids and married, and, like, it's, like, I don't know. There's just so many different paths, and they're all, like, there's no wrong way to do life or, like, wrong path. I mean, there's a, there's there's only one way to do live life wrong, in my opinion, and that is to be bad to people and do evil things. Yeah. So, but, but that's pretty easy not to do. Yeah, you really we've, have we've to talked try. about that. We've <laughs> yeah. talked about this before. Yeah, we have to try. Um, 
But kind of moving on from the whole age thing, because we've been talking about that for a second. Um, TikTok. <laughs> I've been watching so much of it, and it's kind of getting bad. But there's, like, this whole thing going on on TikTok right now about people who don't have voices in their heads. Or, like... Yeah, internal dialogue. Yeah, internal dialogue. They don't have internal dialogue. And I just, like... First off, I would like to say I do have internal dialogue and I cannot picture not having an internal dialogue. Like, and for those of you who maybe are listening to this and don't have internal dialogue, what it is, is what internal dialogue is, is essentially like, like right now, as I'm speaking, I'm thinking about what I'm going to say as I like right before I say it to make sure it comes out correctly to you guys. That's why I have these, like, pauses and stuff where I'm trying to think about how to best word it. And I was just, whereas people without a dialogue don't have that, like, thought. They just speak, you know? Like, it just yeah, comes out. Yeah, and it's out. flawless, too. Yeah. Like, that's my problem. Yeah. It's like, like how? it's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? But also, at the same time, it's like, they also don't have a voice in their head when they're reading which I was like, wait, what? Because, like, when I'm reading a book, I hear the words being said in my head. Yeah. And people without an internal dialogue don't hear the words. It just goes directly to their brain. And I was like, that's insane. Like, that I could, I don't even, and also they don't picture anything when they're reading. Which I was like, how do you Is even enjoy? True? Yeah. Yeah. They don't picture, they don't picture anything in their head when they're reading and i was like wow i would not want to read if i couldn't picture stuff in my head like, yeah I've that would be literally, horrible i've literally read books and then people have asked me if i've seen the movie of them and i've been like yeah and then like time goes by and i like watch the movie and i'm like wait i never watched this movie it was literally all like so you stuff made i a created movie in, in my head, head. Yeah. yeah while i was reading the book and I was like, that's crazy that they don't, like, do that. They don't picture anything. I don't know. I just, that, it, that's so much janky stuff to think about in this world that it's like, how do some people have consciousness and some other, or have dialogue and some people don't? And don't what know. is it, you know, like, why? What is it and why is there the internal dialogue? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, dude, what? That's under cuz I couldn't imagine reading a reading a book and not being able to like like reading Harry Potter and not imagining Hogwarts for the first time yeah. or like a spell coming out of Harry's wand or like um oh fuck, what are those one things? The four-headed like the dog. De- no, the door uh it's like the dementors. The, no, not the dementor. The dementors are creepy, but uh, there's like these ghost horses. And they have like skull heads and they're very like skinny. I can't remember what they're called, but I remember like trying to imagine that. And I don't know if they ever showed them in the movies that you encounter them for the first time, I think in the goblet of fire or not the goblet of fire, the order of the Phoenix. I'm pretty sure. But Mm, I don't know. You know, they're like skeleton horses yeah. with like skulls and they look like very famished and just, I don't, I, I don't know. They like, are in the I couldn't imagine not picturing, picturing that picturing in it. my head for the first time. Yeah. Or, 
But and like, then, there's got to be some things that like people like, without internal voices can't do, right? Well, I was going to say that, but then I also feel like I wonder if there's been a study done. There probably has been a study done of like depression, anxiety, and like stress rates of those who have internal dialogue and those who don't. And like, cause I feel like you might be a lot less stressed if you didn't have a voice in your head constantly, like reviewing everything you're doing. Yeah. Cause sometimes yeah. that can be really stressful. And whereas they don't have that, they don't have like a, a, they don't talk to themselves in their head as they're doing stuff. They just choose and make a decision, you know? Yeah. So I feel like, like they that don't would think be about what stressful. they're doing and why. Yeah, they just do it. And then in terms of like talking, like I was saying, I have to think about what I'm saying as I'm saying it. And then I have these short little pauses in between. Yeah. Whereas they don't really pause. They just say exactly what they're, they just know exactly what they're going to say and it comes out perfectly. And if it doesn't, then at the time that it doesn't come out well, they rephrase it, but they don't think about rephrasing it. They just do it, you know? So they, I feel yeah, like they that, don't think about phrasing it in the first place. They just yeah, it say just it. comes out. So it's like directly brain to mouth, whereas ours is like brain, dialogue, mouth. Like I don't know. So I well, feel like I know, it would be less stressful, but then also like I feel like it'd be less fun, <laughs> like less less like imaginative. Like I wonder if they're less creative people. You know what I mean. Because if you can't, like they were saying, one of these girls was saying in class when you're in younger and they, oh my gosh, one of these girls was saying when you're younger and you're in class and a teacher says, imagine, you know, a sun and there's a rainbow around it or whatever. Like they can't do that. They don't imagine anything in their mind. And I was like, that'd be like not fun. (laughs) Like that'd be so boring. That'd be scary. Yeah. To just, but to just like, and then, but you know what the sun looks like. Yeah. You know what the sun is, but you can't picture that. That doesn't make any sense to me, actually. Like I'm trying to think about in my head to like make it make sense, but it just doesn't make sense. You know? It's trippy. Like it's weird to think about. Well, and I know that like having an internal dialogue is an aspect of anxiety and depression. Yeah. Rather than, you know, like if you have an internal dialogue, your anxiety or depression's higher. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with that anyway, but like I need, I need to like talk. I've never like had a conversation with somebody I, that I don't think has an internal dialogue. Dude, we should find one and we'll do a podcast on it. We'll do a podcast with like asking them questions about like what it (laughs) like what they see, how they process things. Yeah, I feel like that's so interesting. If you're listening and don't have an internal dialogue, please hit us up because I don't. My brain no compute. (laughs) No compute. No understand. Can't imagine it. Air abort. the one thing we can't imagine in our head is how that works. Um, but also, my, I can't imagine to not imagine. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, my TikTok has recently decided that I, um, I guess I'm a Harry Styles fan. And, like, every video on my TikTok is Harry Styles. Harry Styles. And the worst thing about it is, like, I watch all of them. So it makes it worse. Oh. And they, like, they, they, like, they, you are a Harry Styles fan, though. I guess they're turning me into one or something. Well, you liked One how. Direction. Do I? You... You loved One Direction. You had a, didn't you have a One Direction poster in your room? Anthony, I literally never had any posters in my room, so I don't even yeah, know what I, you're talking about. I'm pretty sure you like One Direction a lot. I definitely didn't. I know like three of their so- like One Direction. I only know the popular songs that were on the radio. Yeah, that's what, okay. We already talked about this before. I don't have like people that I listen to their music. Like all of their music. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I remember you I, You liked One Direction. I didn't. I don't or know you what at you're least, talking you about. You at least thought all the guys in One Direction were cute. Or a couple of them were. Like all Maybe of them. a couple, but I don't think, I definitely didn't, wasn't like a, a, a fan. You weren't, per you weren't se. no, you weren't a fan, but you liked One Direction. I don't I think, know. I think you're on, on crack, buddy. You, you were a Hannah Montana fan. Oh, yeah, I loved Han Montana. <laughs> Everybody loved Han Montana. That was I'm like pretty a sure thing. you liked, yeah, Hannah Montana was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bop. Um, yeah, no, I didn't, didn't really have any obsessions with like artists, though, when I was younger. Never had Dude, posters on my walls or anything like that. I was that. so obsessed with every artist. Yeah. Jimmy but Hendrix, like, Van Halen. Um, but you go into that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm an audiophile. Like, I'm the type of person I will go through a new album. I'll pick the songs that I like, and then that's it. I won't listen to a whole album. If that makes sense. The only artist that I think I've listened to, like, their entire album more than once is Cheer Up, and that's it. The duo. My boys, yeah, Jason. No, yeah. Jason yeah. and Jordan. Jason and Jordan. What's up, guys? <laughs> if I could count on my hand how many times I've listened to their albums all the way through, like I'd. Yeah. No, I have. Have their... five hands. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'd yeah. have 10 hands. Yeah. No, me too. They're like the only artists that I think I've ever listened to multiple albums over and over. Whereas other album or other artists, I might listen to like one album all the way through and that's it. But like I don't yeah. continually keep up with their music, if that makes sense. But yeah, I don't know when my TikTok decided I was a Harry Styles fan, but it's gotten out of control a little bit. Um, everything on my timeline is Harry Styles. And I will say his newest album is pretty good. I did like some of like a a majority of the songs that are on his newest album. But I it's really weird that it even started becoming a like popping up on my timeline because like I've never been a stan or anything and I've definitely never talked about it around my phone cuz you know the phone is always listening but I don't know, I thought it was strange and now Yeah, that is weird. Wait, but like did you like like a Harry Styles TikTok at some point? No. 
Because that's how the like the algorithm's kind of designed is to. No, I didn't know. You know what it might be? You mm. might have gotten put in a special test group. And to see if <laughs> you become more obsessed with somebody if uh, yeah. they're constantly. No, I'm not, I'm not kidding. Yeah, they do no. that. I wouldn't be surprised and I'm not going to lie. It's kind of working. <laughs> like I definitely yeah. feel like, like I watch all the videos. So, and I've been tempted to go listen to his past albums cause I've never listened to his past albums. See, that's how they get you. That's so. how it works. That's how the ar- algorithm works. Isn't that scary? Like I got a couple, like a, I want to say it was like last year. I kept seeing all these skate videos pop up. Mm-hmm. somehow they know I'm a skateboarder or used to skateboard. Yeah. And I was like, dang, I want a new skate because I couldn't find, I don't know where my longboard is anymore. It just magically disappeared. Um, and somehow like I just kept seeing skate video after skateboard video after skateboard video. And then I was like, dang, I want a skateboard. And then I literally went and bought a skateboard and I've been skating since then, like around a little bit and trying to get back into it. And same with like roller skating. Like I've been seeing like a lot of roller skating videos and I don't even know how I got shown the first roller skating video. I don't like the roller skating videos, but I watch them. Exactly. And they don't need you to like it. They just need you to somehow watch watch it. it. Yeah. No, they need you to watch it all the way through. And then if you watch it all the way through more than once, then they normally, that's like when it will start popping up. So that's probably Or even for like 15 seconds. Yeah. And then, oh my God, it's, and I wanted to buy roller skates for a minute. And then I've like, I've never been good at roller skating ever. <laughs> I've always hurt myself roller skating. Yeah. That like, was a me thing. I, I'm, I'm not a balance. I can't. Yeah. You could whip, whip the whip. I, love I could to not. Skate. I don't. My ankles, my feet just don't do that. Yeah. That way, you know? I can skateboard. No, you're really good at skateboarding and longboarding. I wish I was better at longboarding than I was. I never really tried it that much, but the only thing I could do was go down that one hill on the side of her I mean, house. And that's, I mean, that's really all you do on a yeah. longboard. I wish I got into the longboard dancing that people do where they like. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, that's that's crazy. I don't think I could do that because, again, that's like something my feet don't do. I feel like you could I, do it. I don't have the motor skills. Yeah, you do. Maybe. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. yeah. You remember that one time I ate shit going down on the rollerblades because I was being pulled behind a bike? I think your bike and we were going down third street, which is like, why were we going down third street? For those of you who are listening that don't live in Fenton, third street is like the most janked up roads with like potholes and cracks everywhere. Oh my God. Yeah. But there's a part of it that goes downhill and I was being pulled behind a bike with like a jump rope. I had the jump rope tied around the bike. And I was on rollerblades, like the um, roller skates, not rollerblades, roller skates. So like no, the, you were on rollerblades. One, no, one line. Yeah, that's a blade. Oh. Roller skates have four wheels. Oh, four, I thought it was the other way around. Four wheels front and back, you know. I thought it was the other way around. No, roller roller bl- skates gotcha. are like the. I was know. on the one row, <laughs> not the four. Like the two and two. Blades. She's yeah, on rollerblades, blades. folks. 
And so the hill is pretty steep that we were going down. And I hit a pothole and just like straight I think down, I that. like hands. I like ripped up the my palms of my hands to like try to catch myself and my knees got scraped oh i had mm. strawberries on my knees oh worst strawberries the worst i hate like, how you like only get strawberries as a kid yeah and that's you never so true. get them again but maybe exactly. it's because like you're not taking like doing risky actions like that that's true yeah you're not but... <laughs> going full <laughs> forth down a freaking janky road i don't know that was just a weird memory that popped up in my head. And I just remember crying and somebody came out of their house and helped me. <laughs> that was a oh. cry. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of music, did you, have you heard Silk Sonic? The song? It's just a song, right? No, no, no. <laughs> They have one song out right now, but Silk Sonic is Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars formed a duo. And oh, so like out. they're gonna create more music? I thought yeah. that was just a one-time deal. No, they're yeah, coming that out. shit was fire, dude. They're coming out I, with a whole album. Anderson Pack is like my jam. Like he's he's actually like really good, and he's a drummer too. Yeah, and I'm like, how you drum and sing slash rap at the same time, dude? And Bruno Mars and him together yeah. and just like their music separately, how much work they put into it. Yeah. And like now together. Oh, it's going to, I like, I'm so excited for the whole album like, to come out. Bruno Mars was already on the funk train, you know, the funk soul yeah. train, but like with Anderson Pack, like Anderson Pack has the, the beats, the drums, it's in his hands. And so like, Oh man, whole album with them created would be freaking nasty, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. And they, uh, I love Bruno Mars because he puts so much time into his music. Like every time mm-hmm. he comes out with a new music, it's always good and it's always on the charts somewhere. And it's because he like doesn't force stuff to be put out. Whereas a lot of artists just like try to get as many albums out as they possibly can and don't really like put any like thought into it. But when he puts something out, you can tell how much work went into it. And like, because he takes years to make music. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just love him as an artist. I think he's. Do you think he is an artist that has internal dialogue? There's no way he doesn't have internal dialogue. Cause like I'm thinking now, it's got me thinking now, and it's like, do the artists who just like put out music, do they have an internal dialogue, or did they just do it? I feel like in order to <sighs> do music, you have to have internal dialogue. I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Probably isn't, but like I feel like you musicians who it. don't have an internal dialogue, hit us up. <laughs> we have Bruno. questions. Yo, Bruno Mars, you got uh, internal dialogue in your head? I don't know. I just think it's crazy. But yeah, he's like one of those artists that always just like astonishes me with his work. <laughs> yeah. It, well, and I watched an interview with him and he, he seemed like he wasn't like too happy with the music that he's been creating or like really? that 
they the labels want him to create. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was he was talking about he's talking about it and he's like he's just become really unhappy with like the kind of music and has lost that same like flavor for music making that he had. Yeah. Because for it, because of like how the labels run and how much pressure is on him. And you yeah. know, he came from nothing too, so he doesn't want to go back to you know, being homeless or cause he was homeless for a while right? Yeah, when he was young, but he has a lot riding on that. So like he was saying that the music, he, he just lost the, the, that magic feeling that creating music had for him because now it's all about what's the next hit. What's the next thing yeah, that's going to chart, like chart the, uh, tar- top the charts, chart the tops. Um, yeah. Top the charts and um, him and Anderson were, it was him and Anderson in the, in the video. And like Anderson was like, yeah, he's, you know, he puts a lot of pressure on himself and you can see that, but Anderson has fun. And if you listen to his tracks, he don't, he doesn't put out anything unless he's having fun. Anderson makes music because he has fun and it's fun to him. Whereas, I think Bruno Mars now, like as he was saying, has got stuck in that mindset and lost the having fun part. So to see them come together and if they're going to form something, like that's going to be really cool just because hopefully for Bruno Mars, he'll start having fun again. Yeah. Especially with Anderson Pack because Anderson Pack, he just gets on the drums and he, that's what he does. He just grooves. And like I've listened to like even a lot of electronic artists that I follow. They know Anderson Pack and if it have made music with Anderson Pack. Yeah. Because he just likes to make music. He that's he just likes to have that's how he has fun. It doesn't have to be like some well thought out process. He just gets with great musicians and he jams. Yeah. And I think I think that's that would be good for Bruno Mars. So Yeah, that's, that's how a the best sweet music combo comes out. And like they actually I don't know. I feel like the music industry, like you said, it's just like what's going to be the catchiest song rather than mm-hmm. like what's actually sounds like good and right. you know is well produced and like who like can actually sing and stuff i don't know it's weird how the music industry has started to evolve i hope it starts to go back a little bit where it's like more focused on the production of it and also like this the singing i guess if that makes sense like, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't I don't I don't know if it will the mainstream music no, industry will do no, that. Yeah. But that's why I'm thankful like to live in the time that we live in now cuz again we have so much access to like incredible music, incredible artists and it doesn't take like it takes a big record label to get you a number one top char- uh, charting thing. Mm-hmm. But we're also in an era very interesting where like TikTok is making stars. Yeah. And then you've got like people like Billie Eilish who made all the music in her room. She didn't even have like a production company right. like her and Phineas made all of that music together and then got really big. Like I feel like because of social media nowadays, it's so easy to like be an interp- um to be an independent artist and like independently produced and not even have to sign with a label 
and still yeah. get really big. So, well, and it's usually though after those like kind of videos come out, like the label comes to you and they're like, "Hey, we want you, yeah, on our team," and then they cut you a deal, right? Like, like Sean Mendez, right? Like he's signed to a label, but he started on what YouTube or Vine? Vine? Yeah, yeah. Back in the Vine days. Uh, anyways, I think that's going to be enough for our episode today. So thank you guys for listening. As always, you can follow us overboard. Um, yep. Yep. English, Johnny. As always, English. <laughs> as always, you can follow us over on Overboard X Podcast. That's Overboard X Podcast for Instagram. I can't do this outro today, so I'm sorry. Um, it's not making any sense. It's Overboard X Podcast over at Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. And then you could also text us. We have a number that is always in the description. You can, and then uh, you can also leave us comments. And we're going to start posting more on our Instagram a lot more. And we have some special things coming to that. Um, little snippets and videos and extras going on there. So I think you guys should get excited about it. And we'll see you guys next time. We'll get to steadier waters eventually.